back at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people decided it was a really good time to adopt um, a dog for whatever reason. Maybe you're home more, maybe you're bored, maybe you've got more time, you think you'll be a better pet or whatever the case may be. But back at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people adopted dogs. Um, And now we're seeing stories. Uh, Calgary Humane Society was talking about it earlier this week, saying, you know what, we've got this influx of two-year-old dogs suddenly showing up, people abandoning and surrendering their dogs. Because now the world's changing, right? And we're finding out that we've missed a key component in raising dogs from puppies. That's socialization. And if you think of it, uh, what we've done to ourselves over the past two years, we've also done to our dogs. It's been a completely bizarre existence for them. And now we're starting to see some of the consequences of that. Joining us to explain what I'm talking about, we have Carolyn Hatfield, who is the owner of the Canine Social Company. Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for inviting me to attend. You know, if you sit down and think about this for just a second, if you're a dog owner or someone who's had dogs, you realize right away, oh yeah, this makes perfect sense. Socialization is such a huge part of raising a puppy, right? And their development, it's so important. Absolutely, 100%. Just um, like us, most dogs tend to be uh, very social creatures. And and what we saw you know, pre-pandemic is people are out in dog parks with their dogs. They're out walking you know, along the beach. They're at family events where they're bringing their dogs with them. And then lockdown happens. And it's a great time to get a dog because you're home more. So you can spend the time getting them integrated into your household. But you're also home more in your home all the time. And so that opportunity um, and having dogs out in dog parks and at least in Toronto, dog parks were closed um, for quite a long period of time. Yeah. So people aren't out with their dogs and they're really missing um, socialization with other dogs, but they're also missing that opportunity to run away from their parents in say a dog park and then come back to them. So their life becomes um, very much four walls around them in their home. So it sounds like there's a couple of things going on. One, um, the socialization of the dog itself. I mean, that's important, right? Like you say, dog parks, obedience classes. I don't know if those were suspended, doggy daycares, those sorts of things. Just being out on walks, um, uh, all those kind of things, th- that's important to dogs. And that was taken away for a couple of years, right? Absolutely. I mean, here, um, group dog training classes. So when you get a puppy, the first thing you do is you have, you know, Fido in puppy classes, and it's generally group puppy classes. Um, and so that was suspended. We were closed ourselves. We were open. We were closed, open, closed, open, closed. Um, probably the longest period of time we were closed was for about two and a half months. Um, and even then when we opened, people were like, well, I don't need dog daycare or I don't need to be doing this because I'm home and suddenly everybody's returning to work. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, uh, I bring my dog in and they're terrified. They don't want to leave their parents. It's almost like the toddler. Yeah. You know, going to kindergarten, they're holding on for dear life and gripping their parents' legs, like, please don't leave me. And that's what we're seeing um, in the daycare. So what do we do? What do we do? I mean, can you do remedial socialization, for lack of a better term, Carolyn? It's really, really tough. And and it's it's not insurmountable because we definitely have had some dogs who are quite anxious at the beginning. And they go through that, please don't leave me. And we do everything like, let's go, let's go, you're fine. Um, we're going to go in, everything's fine, there's nothing to be concerned with. And there's some dogs that we've been able to kind of get them past that, but there's unfortunately some dogs that it's just not possible uh, to get them beyond it. So as dog parents, uh, what we recommend, say, for those 
those uh, dog parents that come in and we say, like, unfortunately, we're just not the fit right now, is we encourage them to try to find opportunities, um, you know, try to get out into the dog park more often. Try to create situations where you leave your dog home alone and and they're they're content alone. So they don't go through kind of that level of separation anxiety that we're seeing. Yeah, I can imagine it's not easy to do. I mean, it, <laughs> one last question now. Is this just dogs that sort of were puppies when this pandemic started? Or have you seen regression in dogs that are now four or five and had perfectly normal upbringings and doggy daycare and classes and socialization and all the rest? And then the pandemic hit. And now, two years later, they're sort of, they forgot all of that socialization. Has that happened too? It has. So it's actually a great question because we had, you know, one dog in particular comes to mind and he used to come to daycare every single day. Yeah. And we saw him from the time he was a 12 week old puppy and he returned and he, he did not transition well. So we had here probably about 10% of the dogs that used to come to daycare on a regular basis. So at least kind of once a week, not socialize well when we reopened. And I mean, I've been doing this for about 10 years. I went through it with one of my own dogs where he was, they were here with me every day while we were closed and we were doing curbside Yeah, and we reopened. Yeah. He suddenly like, I own this place. <laughs> the <laughs> look at, and he didn't, he didn't, um, he didn't, so he didn't get through COVID that well because he actually was at the reverse side that he was here all the time with me. And he, he started to really feel like this space was his and it was his job to be the party police and make sure that everybody was acting the way they should in his house. So really, hey. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's at home now. So I went all of this I've actually gone through because he has separation anxiety. So I've kind of gone through how do I leave him alone, but how do I bring my other dog in and how's he coping at home? So I've so when I when I talk to pet parents, I'm like, I've I've lived it. I've gone through the exact same situation with my own dog. Yeah. And so I can completely understand the pain they're going through and, and how difficult and challenging it can be. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's fascinating. There's a lot more going on in some of our pets than we realize on the surface. Uh, great, great advice. Thanks, Caroline. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. That's Carolyn Hatfield, who is owner of the Canine Social Company.